so the three questions that people ask all the time. Number one, is it more expensive to use a booking agent or a booking advisor? Number two, okay, number two, how do I know that um, my advisor has my best interest and is not just selling me what's available, but he's actually helping me um, with what I want and specifically what I'm looking for. And number three, okay, that I think people are always worried about with using a booking agent is, am I gonna have the same quality relationship with my outfitter because there was a middleman involved? Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Get ready to hunt the world and let's get started. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave. You know what I like about our Bone Cave? Is it's getting more and a more lot. and more bones in it every day. <laughs> we we got goats that have uh, joined. Yeah, somebody brought in an antelope. Yeah, a couple oh, of them. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that why that candle is on the... <laughs> oh, dude, they stink, don't they? Woo. They're the worst smelling critter in the world. <laughs> but we got the elk we killed this year with the bow in here. We got uh, Dr. Dave Cooley's... Uh, um, would that be a commemorative sheep? Um, that would be his memorial. Grand memorial sheep. That's right. Memorial sheep. Um, we have, uh, and we have more coming. Um, uh, you and killed some going. You killed a crazy <laughs> drop tine deer that had that broken off. Yeah, that was a good deer. Um, that's a good deer. So congratulations yeah, to you. And we've got about eighteen people in the virtual bone cave coming out in the next edition of the broadsheet. There's that's, no boundaries for that, rolling bones. That's right. So the bone cave has expanded to the newspaper. Yep. Yep. That, Some nice, nice dead animals. Yes. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool trophies. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, I have, I'm Brian Bayman. I have Brad Dana across the table to me, from me, and then to my left, as always, Bleep. Uh, we have no guests today. Um, so that's yeah, we're uh, just flying solo. Um, we're flying solo, just us rocking and rolling, ready to go. So anyway, we thought what we would do is we would talk today about, um, how and why you would want a advisor helping you with booking your hunts and your adventure travel. And then what an advisor can do for you. And then how an advisor's relationship works with the outfitters. Because I think sometimes there's two or three questions that they have. And I know you have one that you want to, um, that we're going to bring to the forefront. Some things that we've experienced this year um, with having a record amount of hunts booked and a record amount of applications drawn. We have a massive amount of people that have migrated out west and all over the country with our services. So it puts us in a, uh, a place of constant contact or at least as a resource for them, someone to call. But anyway, I thought we would talk about that stuff today and we could have this conversation because we also get the, hey, I'm out here. What's going to, you know, I, I have mm -hmm. a question. And so and then I think so the three questions that people ask all the time. Number one, is it more expensive to use a booking agent or a booking advisor? Right. Number um, almost never. Almost <laughs> never. Num especially with our model. Right. Okay. Um, but we'll talk about that. Number two, 
okay? Number two, how do I know that um, my advisor has my best interest and is not just selling me what's available, but he's actually helping me um, with what I want and specifically what I'm looking for? And we have a great answer to that um, from our perspective. And, and we, because you and I built this company based on what we knew our needs were mm-hmm. as an executive in financial, a sales executive in financial services and as a, um, a high-level uh, doctor, Brad Dana, at a, at a uh, couple multi-location practice, right? Dental practice. If I was sitting in the chair, what would I want the treatment be, to be for me. Right. It's the same it's the same as this. If I were the client coming in and booking this hunt, how would I want to be taken care of? And that's I think I well I kn- I don't think I know that's how we always look at it. What would okay, this guy um you know he's not as mobile as as maybe this hunt would require. Let's put him over here. This would be a great hunt for him. This guy loves the wilderness. Okay. You know, but we try to customize that to the best of our ability, to what we think would be the best to fall into the parameters of what the, that hunter is looking for. Obviously, we use the hunt plan because I'm, the algorithms of our hunt plan help with that. But, uh, you know, t- t- there's a fair amount of, okay, this would be a perfect hunt. How many times do we look and say, oh, my gosh, this would be a perfect hunt for this guy. This would this is where we should put this guy. He'd love this. These outfitter, The outfitter or these guides would get along great with this hunter. So there's a lot of that that I think goes into mm-hmm. some of those choices. Right. And number three, okay, that I think people are always worried about with using a booking agent is am I going to have the same quality relationship with my outfitter because there was a middleman involved? Does that make sense? And for some reason, yeah. there's this perceived, well, I went through a booking agent instead of booking directly with the outfitter, so I might not get the same priority or preference. That's interesting because my perspective is different. Uh, well, you're in the business. I'm in the oh, – yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we know this this outfitter has 52 elk hunts. We book 23 of them average a year or something, 20 to 25. Obviously, I always would think – that would be a good thing because you have influence with that person. And yeah. obviously it's a yeah. good enough hunt that you book a whole bunch of people in there. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but here's the thing. You look at it from a, a guy that, that some of these outfitters we work with, we do two thirds of their business for them. Okay. Right. So, but what about the guy who doesn't know that? And, yeah. and, and he, and he's been in a camp where an outfitter is bitching about booking agents. Yeah. They send me one to two people a year, you know, they're necessary evil. They fill a few spots, but they're a pain in the ass. Right. Cause a lot of outfitters bitch, I mean, it, which makes no sense why an outfitter would bitch about any booking agency because any, and I'm talking about all booking agencies. Right. If a booking agent sent you one freaking client. Okay. Why would you want to flower their nuts and kick them? Does that make sense? I, I, I the, the agent. Well, the the perspective is that was is one spot he didn't have full. I know the perspective is skewed because to an- go back to your first question, you generally doesn't cost more because the outfitter pays commission to the booking agent, and some of that. So there's a there's there's the fact that the hunter pays the same amount, but I think well with our agency yeah. we have that policy. So we have a we have a we have a we have a two street policy to booking with outfitters. The one road is that your 
we will match your prices on your website, period. That's it. And you pay us out of that and, and or we won't bring you business. Right. It's a deal breaker. Right. Or number two, you're an outstanding outfitter and you have a three to five year waiting period and you'll give us a couple spots right. because you want to have us in your back pocket. You, you'd but like you to have, have us to, for the rainy day right. that something happens. But you're and, not going to yep. give us anything. So then we disclose that yep. up front to our client. So, hey, listen, um, we have a brown bear uh, outfitter like that. Yep. We, we, we get X amount of spots, unbelievable brown bear outfitter. And listen, we we pay we pay a little premium because we hold two spots for us, three spots for yep. ourselves, and because he could be booked up. Um, we have other brown better outfitters that are wide open. Just and but I don't want to talk about specific outfitters and hurt anybody's feeling on this call. But that's why almost never, almost never do you pay more through our booking agency. Anyway, I, it, I guess we can't speak for everyone, obviously. But, but that's our two roads. Right. That that's our policy. Right. Right. So. There's a lot of value in that. So this is question number one. The question number one. Is it more expensive? No. Unless you wanted to go with one of our, I would say, select outfitters that's booked out four to five years that we are pre-buying a spot or two. And he said, I'll give you a spot, but you have to add. I'm going to. Value added. It's yeah. a VAT tax. It's a, it's a VAT <laughs> tax. Well, then we, to stay in business, we have to do it. Right. It's like it's it's like also what I don't understand is and I, I'm not busting on any members, but we had a member call us the other day and goes, "Hey, can you find me a new uh, um, a new uh, a mule deer camp?" And Kelly comes back and says, "Hey, Brian, uh, this client wants a new mule deer camp. Um, I guess he's been booking with the mule deer camp we booked him with five years ago, and he's been in there every year, and he's went around us to book with that mule deer camp." And the answer to Miss Kelly from me was no. I'm not finding a new meal deer camp. Love that member. Appreciate it. But for me to stay in business, for Brad to stay, for us to employ a full staff here, you do all your research, all your marketing bleep. Uh, everybody does what we do so we can be the resource we are. Yeah. It, er it, it, it absolutely erodes our business model to have a guy go, okay, you know what? Now I'll just book directly with the outfitter and I won't use rolling bones anymore. And let's just cut them out. Well, you cut me out until what? You need a new um, mm -hmm. yep. builder camp. Then you so now you expect me to give you. A, and by the way, this is our best mulder camp, produced year in year out. We put him in there. Now you want me to find you another one of my best mulder camps so I can lose five years of commissions? Well, I got to pay Kelly in that five years, or You're she's right. not here. Yeah, I got to find new said mulder camp, mm -hmm. or she's not here. Sophie's not here. Lin, you know what I'm saying? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So no, it doesn't cost any more, but we want our members to book through us once they've booked, mm -hmm. or we don't. We're not the resource we are. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm in, I completely understand. Hey, you know it's like me going to Daniel Dental Arts, and he does this. He maybe he charges I don't know two hundred bucks for a. Uh, I use the, I used to use this in financial services all the time with automotives, but I'm going to use it in the dental world because he's here. So he says, Brian, come in. I'll give you a complete overview for two hundred bucks. Okay, great. Can I get all those X-rays and everything? Yeah, yeah. Here's your file, and then I go call around to find the cheapest um, dentist in town and take him my file and go um, here. That's my file. I don't want to pay for an exam, and I know you're cheaper to do all my work for me, uh, let's do it. So you did the diagnostics on me, and then now I'm going to go pay some other uh, dentist to do the work that's cheaper. 
okay? Is that fair to Brad Dana? And would Brad Dana uh, like, would, would, could you make a business practice out of that type of business model? That's not how I, <laughs> that's not how I would try to structure it, right? Right. Right. So all I'm saying is, is that we do a lot of research. We do a lot of work uh, to do the diagnostics test up front. So we take your problems out so of your So you're hunt. saying there's value in all of the research that goes in. Got to be. There's got to be some tangible value of that, which goes to the membership. Right, there's, which there's goes value, to the member two. Because what was number two we said? Membership. How do I know that my advisor has my best interest in mind? So here's how you know. We build our business on return business. And you won't stay in business very long if, one, you don't have good outfitters. And two, if you don't match quality hunt. So what Brad and Lindley and I did when we built this is we have what we call a best matches hunt plan. Okay, it's a software. You go in there, our members click on it, and it drops down. It asks you what you want to hunt, trophy size. It asks you all these questions on these drop downs. It populates that based on the same algorithm as a dating site would because mm-hmm. we use yep. the developers that work on genealogy sites and, and uh, um, dating sites and Amazon algorithms. They mm-hmm. were the same developers that did a lot of that. Right. And then so now you get what's called best matches. I like brunettes. I like blondes. I like tall gals. Mm-hmm. I like short gals. Not, yeah. to, not to sound like a former guy that was on this all the time. You know, I don't, but it gives you – it, it, it takes that and it drives you to what your best match is on based on, like Brad said before, physical condition, um, uh, meal ones, accommodations. accommodations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, the hunt experience. And what you were talking about, not every and not always can you pull that off. Sometimes you just don't know. I mean, like your analogy of, of the, the camp that we went and vetted, we rode horseback way in there and it was unbelievable. It was like, it's the most game-rich place, phenomenal camp, great horses. It was just amazing. But it's super remote. It's a horseback hunt, wall tent, and all that is – all- And as my buddy said, or one of our members said, that really uh, liked the hunt, it's not a powder puff um, program. We sent <laughs> four hunters in there for that. We took the whole camp on one of these on one of these deals. We'd already gone in this year, and and checked this camp out, and it's great. A lot of the country you can't ask for better country in a thoroughfare of Wyoming type thing. Way back in there, but that's remote. That's horseback. That's camping. There's grizzly bears. Some people absolutely loved it. Best hunt of their life, and some people hated it. Well, well here's what we heard. Oh my gosh! I had to drink unfiltered water one day because our filter was broke. That that was a deal breaker. Made the trip absolutely unacceptable for that person. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay, I get that, um, but we clearly communicated that that's what it was. Now, because there's always going to be a little mistakes, or yep. or what happens usually is people want one thing until they find out how damn hard it is, and then they immediately start focusing on what's not going right. Instead of the fact that they're mentally struggling with the fact that they want to tap out on the hunt. And wilderness hunts are that way. We had a grizzly bear in camp. Yeah, you're actually riding towards them. You get on your horse and you go uh, west at Yellowstone. You're trying to get as close to Yellowstone as you can to get all the animals coming out of Yellowstone. So doing that puts yourself in a predicament. Because you are going to the animal, which then is the grocery store for said grizzly bear. But the point of that is we can't tell. I mean, you can't tell 
on every person that books a hunt how they're going to receive an experience because taste is subjective my buddy brian always says right Hmm. well that hunt when we rode up into there was unbelievable we thought it was absolutely heaven-esque right but parkering yep there's some it is it's not a it's not a beginner well and that's the other thing you probably that's not a place for a novice horseman Hmm. um and and those that was one of the hiccups i think just being on a horse on those some of those trails but that goes to the second thing is is um how do you know how do i know i'm going with a quality outfitter one we have to know what your ability to hunt and handle the components of that hunt is the more we know about the person the hunter the better off we can make that first two if we say extreme horseback hunt and you've never been on a horseback hunt you yeah. probably want to go. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, I don't. Y- your care. horse should be named Polaris Ranger <laughs> <laughs> instead of Thunder yeah. or Lightning. Yeah, D- a different horsepower. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting you say that because that's exactly right. But we have a high success ratio of matching the hunter with the hunt. So I, I always v- vicariously try to place my hunter in something as if I, if I was them, mm-hmm. what, what do I think this, you know, I mean, I have some guys that, I mean, I just know that, okay, me, I might not mind whatever living condition I'm in. If I, yeah. okay. It's all about the country I'm in, the tag I have, yada, yada. Well, I have some people that I know, yeah, these people would like these guys, they would like, they would value the trip more if the accommodations were nicer, hmm. a little less rugged. So I try to, facilitate that and 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 that's what part of what we do and even the algorithm such helps set that up for you because that's one section um uh, you know we've been to camps with great great animals crappy food and it was enough that was like okay for this cost where this budget is that this isn't the value that you're yeah. missing a tick there with the well food. and i think for us because we we comb through everything. We scrutinize every detail when we go into camp because we have a 145-point vetting sheet that we're looking at. Almost too much because um, it takes some of the fun away. It, it, it does. So we're scrutinizing everything, right? Um, and what happens is a camp like that, you, like I know what camp you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I know exactly six, that you know. $6,500 four-day whitetail hunt. Yep. Okay, that's expensive whitetail hunt. Right. Okay, now they're serving you venison meatloaf. No, no, no. That's that's that 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 will that doesn't fit with yep. other hunts yep. of the same price right. band sure. and trophy band. Right, Does that right. make sense? Yep. So we immediately the word you used er, earlier was when uh, a novice or uh, yeah a novice uh, binocular. Uh, guy out here that hasn't looked through a lot of binoculars he asked brad and i what uh, makes a good buy how can you even tell the difference brad used the word a discerning eye right and so we have a very discerning perspective as right. we're looking at everything right mm-hmm. and and we try to influence how we put hunters into camps through that through that vision that we're using 
Yeah, I mean, and then there's then and there's all these elements, right? And this is where what we do as a company is we are training our twice a week our advisors nationwide yep. are on a training call where we go through every camp, the camp number, and we explain a lot of the nuances, yep. personality, extra yep. love. Uh, um, these guys will flower everything. This outfitter, kill, grill, go. Yeah. We're going to kill it. We're going to grill you dinner. You're going to go. Get the yeah. hell out of camp. Okay? So we have to know that, and then we make notes in that. And that's why an advisor is absolutely, in my opinion, imperative. Because some of these – I always say this, and, and God bless him. Maybe Brad Dane is an outfitter, right? And he has 27 spots this next year. If he spells 15, he breaks even. Okay? Mm-hmm. But yep. those – that – last 10 spots 12 spots is his profit does that make sense Mm -hmm. yep so he's got a guy that walks by and he goes "Ooh, this guy might not be the guy but if i could get him in here and tell him what he needs to hear to get this thing sold i think that's a good point i'm gonna have to put this guy in a point he's gonna have to sit i just hope i can get him up the mountain once exactly so (laughs) so really what it comes down to is you know with the advisors what, what you get, what there's the old saying, you get what you pay for, right? And really, you know, what the members need to look at is that they're paying for good information. Everybody wants good information. You're not going to get it from Google necessarily. And an outfitter is always looking out for his best interest. So, you know, maybe we'll say what he needs to say. But you are, what you're doing is you're paying for good information, okay, that you can trust. Does that make sense? That makes exact. It, it's it's perfect. It's spot on. So I would say our advisors number one are trained weekly, mm-hmm. and on all these camps. Mm-hmm. Number two, every one of our camp that the advisor sells from is the same thing that the member buys from. Yeah. So and each one of them is an independent website inside of our framework. Yeah. That's the way we set up our software. Yeah. And number three, they have a resource that doesn't allow them to guess. When they're going to take Brian Leslie or Bleep on a hunt, yeah, yeah. they they actually have a best matches software that they need to use, and so we've created a basically a unbiased yeah. tool yeah. for them to put all of the information that and ask you a questionnaire, just like I would do as a financial advisor when I was going over to you know Mister and Mrs X's house mm-hmm. and. It taste is subjective. I always say that. Risk is subjective. Yeah, some people like more, some people like less. And wants are subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make Same sense? Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. So now we got to go in and find out what your taste is, what you're willing to risk on this hunt financially, time, physically. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then what you want? Well, I like all that, but I need a lodge. Okay, mm-hmm. well, then we got to put that in the preferences. We might only have two camps like that in the entire 1,000 hunt catalog. Yeah, we have some hunts, uh, some hunters who want, I mean, they have just a tight enough request list that it's hard to satisfy all those requirements. Right. Uh, yeah. 90% of them, easy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Did they get got- 15 to 20 matches, yep. best matches on, on their best match hunt plan? Yeah. But then the other ones might get only two. 
Yeah. You you always say bleep. You always say this is the best I've ever seen because people can't get Googled. You would like to you'd like to yeah. make the world know that don't get Googled <laughs> when you go out on your next hunting adventure. Yeah. Use yeah. Our, our best matches software. Right. Well, yeah, like don't be what Googled. you guys both just said, I, I just got a text from a friend who booked a hunt and he, he had this booked not through us. This was a prior deal. And he Googled it. Hmm. And and everything sounded right. All every all the boxes were checked. The outfitter was good salesman. Oh my gosh, I just got back from insert name of place. I'm not going to say it. Absolutely beautiful country, and there are big animals. But the hunt was a nightmare. Worst camp I've ever been in. The guides <laughs> were drunk and stoned the entire week. Oy. When I shot my moose and caribou, my guide was smoking and drinking. All I, I, I'm going to skip that part because that's probably not it it became a species hunt so this guy's chasing his north american 29 oh so so everything i mean he's got a real definitive yep, checklist, specific you know, list. Yep. and and we figured Focused. he's got 20 this is you shay if you're listening i think you are um but it's on me i picked them i will call you this week about it i will never go on another hunt without going through your booking agency yeah, there you that's, go. that's what he said um and the other three hunters had never been on an adventure hunt he said so it was eye opening for them. Oh, so yeah. how how would that be if that was your first hunt? Yeah, yeah. You, your first hunt and you had yeah. a horse wreck. Yeah, um, not good. Well, the other thing is is just a little side note to that. If you book directly with the outfitter, what's your leverage? When you uh, get back, if it was nothing you said, you said, "Hey, dude, this wasn't what I wanted." The guy says, "Oh, okay, one and done. See you later. You're not coming back out. Sorry." You use us. You know what our guys do? As long as they document it and call us when they're in camp yep. and then document it without. Hey, like w- those two guys that had a uh, – so we had two guys in camp that Brad was referencing before, a great time. The other two guys had a bad time. Well, you know what? All four of them are members. So we're going to call and we're doing an exit interview. Exactly what I was just going to say. With yep. the outfitter tomorrow because right. we already did the exit interview with the hunter and every hunt we do, 480 of them this year, so far, we do exit interviews with every single one yep. that will get back to us. Yep. Well, it's funny because the psychology stu- the, the, the psychology of an individual's perspective is interesting because they say the same person sees uh, sometimes up to 80% different mm-hmm. on the exact same event. Yeah. Well, on that hunt, two people, one guy said, favorite hunt I've ever been on in my whole life. I want to go back next year for can elk. I, yeah, can I can book I, with the outfitter an elk? Yep. He was in the camp at the same time. Yep. His wife was texting my wife uh, during the uh, um, uh, Deloreming on the Delorum saying that, or texting her saying my husband's called on the dorm. She had some questions about what the protocol was, and Lindley just said she, Lindley gave her a great perspective on how to handle it in camp. Well, the fact of the matter is, if you don't, if you have a booking agent or advisor like we are. And you have a good relationship with us and you trust in what we're doing and you do run into a situation, a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times we have enough leverage with the outfitter. So let's say we send the outfitter $30,000 this year. Mm -hmm. That's a chunk of money for him. Right. Yep. We call him up and say, hey, we had a client didn't have a good hunt here. We need to have a conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? My guide, we had a little mishaps. We had a bad – I don't want to lose your business. I don't want to lose – it's not. They're not worried about seven thousand dollars. That's, that's not. By the way, that's not hypothetical. What, no, what you said it has happened. That happens all the time because what they do is they look at our company and they go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I need to be smart here 
and I'm not going to lose. I'm, it's not the $7,000 hunt I'm going to lose out on. It might be the $35,000 in bookings because if they fire the me and go somewhere else, wow. yeah, because their reputation's on the line too. There's this uh, combati- compatibility, combati- yeah. Com- com- compatibility, compatibility index, huh? <laughs> index with this. Does that make yeah, sense? For sure. sure. And uh, um, yeah. It, so, so I have a question. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go just a step deeper with um, maybe a combination of the first two questions. Is it more expensive and how do I know that the advisor has my best interest? So let's say that I'm a new Rolling Bones member. I'm looking for a mule deer hunt in Montana. Um, I'm going through the system. I'm booking with Rolling Bones. I book a good hunt, have a great experience, and I want to go back next year or maybe the year after that, right? Yep. Now, I paid maybe a premium for that booking, you know, for whatever, you know, I I was able to get. I got great information. I got a guaranteed spot, got a tag, got everything I needed. Now, the second time through, I say, well, I want to go back with that guy. So I already have information in my head because I've been there already. Why would I need to book through Rolling Bones a second time? For the exact same reason that Brian just stated. Two reasons. One. It's gonna. It, it should cost you the exact same amount mm-hmm. because if it's x x dollars to book that hunt, it should be that. It's gonna be that with them or with us. Yeah. Now the yep. the outfitter, he, he, it's not in his best interest to start cutting side deals because other people in camp, you know, that just causes. Because now I hear yeah. this. Because because like yeah. this, we just had that scenario that I explained earlier in this podcast about the guy who's booked with them around us for five years. So this is an $8,000 hunt. So 8,000 times five is what? $35,000, right? 40,000. 40,000. It's not six times five. It's eight times five. So it's $40,000. So you got a $40,000 absence in us. Okay, let's say, and I'll just give you the numbers. He pays us 15%. Okay. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. To find that hunter. Yep. Now he cut us out, and he's probably charging him the same. He should be. And if he's not, he's cutting side deals, then we're never going to go with that outfitter again. Right. Because why would I send him 40? Because we've sent him more than 40, that particular outfitter. We've sent almost 200,000 over the last five years. Yep. Well, 200,000 in five years is a significant amount of money. That's that's a piece of revenue. Yeah. So now, why would he want to book with us? Because when that outfitter changes or you're tired of hunting it, then you want to come back with me. And you, want, I'm not sending him to my best outfitter again. Because why would I send him to my best outfitter if he's going to book around me the next year? No, you won't. Be- because I'm going to lose money because I could book new people in yeah. there or brand loyal. So the second people. time through, it's the maintaining the relationship with the booking agent with me, well, it's rolling boat. with exactly Brad, right. with your advisor. It's funny yeah. that you say that valuable. because when we were young, when we were a super young booking agency just starting out, that wasn't how we were intended. Eight times five, thirty thousand. I've lost my mind. I'm having joy. <laughs> we, well, our, you know, our you're int- just a financial services guy. <laughs> yeah, <so>. exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Um, you were taking out your commission out of that already. So. <laughs> That's, Can- I do understand that's Canadian. <laughs> that's Canadian. <laughs> Con- conversion. So, so uh, we were young, and we were initially going to do the first year we would charge X, mm-hmm. and then the, the su- successive years we would charge less. Mm-hmm. And we had outfitters that would say no. Mm-hmm. I it, these we learned some of this from experienced sure. good yeah. outfitters that did this a lot. And he said, I won't work with you unless you charge the same every year because then you'll be looking for a different camp. 
I want to I want to bring people into this camp, give them a world-class experience, have them love my hunt, love my camp, love my guides, love the country, love, love rolling the animal, bones, love rolling bones. Yeah. And I want you to know I'm to paying know. you yep. every single time the yep. same amount. Because yep. if you don't, then I get my neighbor's camp yep. that says, well, I'll give you 18% and he's only giving you eight. That yep. won't, that's yep. not, that he goes, that's bad economics. Yep. Yep. That's like eight times five is 30 instead of eight times yeah. five is 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Right? so for these guys, the, for the outfitters, you're either going to be at, you're, you're going to be at one of these shows. You're going to rent a booth for eight grand. You're going to travel there. You're going to get a motel room. You're going to buy all the food. You're going to have, cost associated with filling that camp usually yeah um unless you know unless it's one of these you know pixie dust camps where you're just full all the time and you you know you have a three-year wait there yeah. are not many of those mm-hmm. right yeah. so so paying a booking agency a commission it's not the end of the world it's actually cheap it's cheap advertising sure. and cheap sure. marketing for them so that's what we find we've we found that we've also found that we can help be in, a lot of times i would say we have in, uncovered that we can help normalize the price because some camps um even though they're a great camp some sometimes they just pick a number uh this is what i want for my hunt and knowing uh what that what the value of that camp is worth we can help with that sometimes we can save people a fair amount of money by getting them into a fairly placed Camp. A good, yeah, yep. a good camp. Does that like make that. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it might might be a good good way to go into your last question because I think your last question had to deal with maintaining a quality relationship with the outfitter. Exactly. Because this is something that I've come across too. A priority. Are you going to be a priority or not when you go into that camp? Does that make sense? That's what and, people are worried about. And what I've heard too in the outfitter says that's a Rolling Bones member. I already know that I'm getting a good guy. Right. Well, it's funny you say that because the priority with our outfitters, what we're seeing a trend with, is because this best matches hunt plan software. We have we have Canadian outfitters and Alaska outfitters that call all the time and go, we know you guys are going to be able to shoot. Well, a lot of our clients that do that, we entice them by giving them great value to come to a shooting school. We enc- I don't want to say entice them because that, that, that's the wrong word. Incentivize. We incentivize or encourage them to come out to a shooting school if they're going to British Columbia or, okay, so you're going to spend $30,000 on a hunt of a lifetime, yeah, 40000 yep, yep. and then you're going to shoot five bullets and go, I'm ready to go. No. Not hardly. No, come <laughs> learn how to build your shot. Learn how to shoot off sticks. Learn how to make sure you connect with that animal. Yeah. So when that, on a real-world range. Right, real when that caribou is down there and all you got is a is – a spruce tree to lean up against you know how to build that platform on that spruce tree to kill that thing at 405 yards well that's an extension of of the adventure too a lot of the a lot of people come back to the shooting schools year after year talk about it's an adventure in and of itself it's you know i mean it's different it's in summer it's slow time spring where depending upon where we're doing yeah our shooting schools we should do just another podcast someday on the the, yeah yeah and i think we will but the priority, what you said was, will you be a priority? What we find is our outfitters actually go, okay, these are rolling bones. They, they dub them. These are rolling bones guys coming into camp. Um, and they are, uh, um, they'll be prepared. They know what they're up against. They know what they're having. We can take them here. A lot of times they're geared up properly. Yeah, they, they, they have the right gear. They yeah. have the right rifles. They can shoot. Yep. We hear it all yeah, the time. And, and, and you hear and it all the time. People don't even maybe understand what that means to the outfitter. 
Yeah. Oh, it means so much uh-huh. when you've had 100%. seven, eight, because so many people, it's like Alaska. It always makes me laugh because people go, oh, I love wide open spaces, but they can create an element of claustrophobia that's like second to none. I've seen more guys land and look at big mountains and go, oh, Inverse shit. claustrophobia, yeah, right? Yeah, oh right. Like, and then, ah. then they're like, oh, oh. It just the wilderness just traps them. It surrounds them, and pretty soon they're like, I'm three flights from a Starbucks. <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm 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 two days from a quick trip. I'm you know you know. Yeah. All I yeah. can say is you got to learn to make your own coffee on this guy. <laughs> exactly. But oh, we can help you with that too. By but, the way. <laughs> but there's all that stuff that yeah, I just go wow. But yeah. we find that you will be even more of a priority if you have a credible resource. And you know what? I guess we're actually marketing for all booking agents today to some degree. Because we believe so much in that agent um, advisor relationship and what it means to them and a yeah, reputable yeah. company. And you know, Brian, I, in my career, I've dealt with a lot of athletes, a lot of professional athletes, and I've dealt with some agents that these athletes had. Without an agent, those athletes would be at the mercy of whatever team they were negotiating with. They needed somebody kind of in between to advocate for them who was also going to advocate for the team and try to reach, you know, I mean, primarily they're advocating for their client, but they also have to understand the position that the team is in and what's realistic and what isn't realistic. And to me, you know, that athlete did not have that that um, that agent that was working for them to get the best offer that they could possibly get. They'd to be fairly lunch. represented, they'd be they'd have their they yeah they yep. they'd eat their lunch. Well, one of the things that and I've seen that's, this that's year, a great point, and that and that's what we want to do. And all this is on your dashboard. That's the other thing with our company. It, this isn't like okay, we send you on a trip. We have a dashboard because we want to build a long relationship with you. Your applications are on a dashboard. Your number of points are on a dashboard. Your whole hunting profile lives dynamically on this dashboard that you can look up anything at any time and you can call the outfitter, you can do what you want. You know, we, we try yeah, to give you yeah. all the tools and resources to be as big a success as possible in the right. outdoor industry. One of the things that I've seen this year that was beneficial for do-it-yourself hunters is we had a lot of do-it-yourself hunters come out west and they a lot of these guys spent a lot of time hunting um, and, and pounding <laughs> Pound in the mountains and pound in the western landscape, and we got last minute calls, and that was an interesting service Several that we provided. Yeah, and and what that entailed was this, this year, year was a big year for that. I yeah, think it was because the amount of people that drew that drew. You think I I, I don't well, know, but it well, was this was anomalous because we haven't had that. Not like this, but we got a lot of calls this year. Hey. I've been out here. What are those two guys from where I, they were from Nebraska or something? Yeah, I've been they, out here. Th- I've been out here two different times. And I, do you have an outfitter that has a spot open? Because I have yep. a tag in this unit. And, and we I, had another gal. Yeah. Do you have an outfitter in this unit? Yeah. I mean, we had several. And they'd hunt. Those guys from Nebraska, how long did they hunt? They, they were out a lot. I thought. I don't, I I didn't, don't remember. I can't remember. They're either. DIY. They're DIY. Yeah. They were DIY yeah. hunters. And they ha- they'd had pretty poor success. Yep. Yep. I, as I recall. And, but But all these calls that came in this year. They were looking for a spot with a camp in a camp. Hey, do you have anybody that would take me? You know, I, I have five days left before I have to go home, and I want to I want to try to shock the system. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um. So we were able to accommodate all of those people that called well, yeah. this year. That's one phone get call. Them, and they get make them one in, phone yep. call. We make five. They make one. Yep. It, no, that's exactly right. Yep. 
So and, I think, and away we go. I, I thought, and some of these guys had just heard about us and called and weren't members, and uh, that was pretty neat. They became members in a hurry. <laughs> um, and, and I think everybody that did that was able yeah. to have a, a good success yeah. on those. Well, we get asked oh, all good. the time, so that's what do good. you guys do? Well, we're an application service and adventure service. Really, we've married all three of what these other companies in the industry try to do. We, we underwrite your applications. We underwrite your adventures and have the, the, the largest, uh, most data-filled adventure catalog in the industry. I mean, we, we check them all out all the time. just went over 1,000 yeah, options yeah, and hunts. 1,000 hunts, and if you added all the variances of this and this, and we, we redid it, I think, I was trying to figure it out the other day, We could, but I got bad math today. We have four or 5,000 different options. Yeah. But the problem is is we're, we're not just putting a one-page uh uh, HTP file up there to click on some pictures and look at it. We actually have an overview, a hunt, uh, you know, uh, um, a hunt experience, a hunt overview, and inside that, every bold header you click on in our website shows you what your food would be, what the train looks like. We want to reference you gearless, not only the data content in there, but the digital content too. Um, Lodging, your sleeping arrangements, yada yada yada. Yeah, just everything. Yeah. So, so I, I, yeah. I, I think that you know. I don't know. It's obviously a passion of ours. Yeah. And it's um it, but I think that it, you know a reputable advisor agent brings you a higher priority to speak to number 3 when you go into camp. Yeah. You know, and I, I think of another thing too. We we talk about this all the time. It's it's all about the ecosystem. If you look at uh, Apple doesn't just make phones, they make a way to play your music. They make a way to watch TV. They make a way to yeah. communicate via email. <laughs> exactly. They make a way for all of that. Yep. So where you take a lot of different uh, booking agencies out there, they may have a piece of the puzzle, but with Rolling Bones, I think you've got, you know created an ecosystem here to where if you know nothing about the application process, sign up for a membership. We can start taking you through that. We can educate you through that. We can then find you uh, a great hunt if you're just starting out, never been out west before. We can start you off with what we know to be the perfect hunt for you once you know, you've made a hunt plan and gone through all that. We debrief after the hunt. We find out, hey, you're lacking maybe a little bit of this and this and that. We can train you with a better skill set. It's an ecosystem. You see what I'm saying? It isn't just a one and done proposition. It's like a whole growth from beginning to end. 100%. And I think the to add to what you're saying, that ecosystem, it allows you to grow inside of it to what what you're saying. Exactly right. And I, I we see so many. We had four guys in here from Wisconsin and Minnesota today. And I, and I went out and Kelly introduced me to them. And I said, we're out in Wisconsin, Minnesota, because that's where I came from, right? Yeah. And they're like, Hudson, Wisconsin. And I'm like, no, bullshit. You know, that's where I'm from. The guy's like, no way. And I go, yeah, North Hudson. He goes, no way. I live right by the YCM, YMCA on Vine Street. And I'm like, yeah, well, I lived on 116th Street just over. And he's like, no way. And so anyway, um, th th those guys were out there. I just asked him, I said, who's doing your applications? And they were like, they all pointed at each other and they go, yeah, well, so who, when you apply for it, what's your intention when you get the points? Where are you going with it? Who, who's got a hunt catalog that, that you can look at and go, oh, that hunt, I need four points. What's your objective with applying? And so there's a lot of application services. There's a lot of um, booking services. But is there one that has, like you said, that ecosystem that it all is 
together that you can organically grow. And then as you grow, you know where you're going and what you want to do. And you can put that plan together. And I think that that's, that's really what, what makes us shine and, and uh, where we're at. What we don't want to do is we want to offer service access, value, and education like we always talk about. Service to us is providing that application service, that adventure services, these resources, as Brad would say. Access is having you have all the access to all the information you need. Value is obviously the the relationships we have brings tremendous value. You make one call, we make 10 calls, right? Like you said, that brings a lot of value. And the education with the shooting schools and all the curriculum we do. And then Sophie, you, Lindley, Rob, you know, uh, Kelly, uh, all day long educating yourself on everything. Does that make sense? Yep. And, and Brad yeah. and I, um, we get educated every week out in another hunting camp. Hey, I got a question. <laughs> you shot a nice buck a couple of days ago. No, I haven't. So um, anyway. Still window shopping? Um, um, <laughs> not yet. No, um, not anymore. So anyway, <laughs> we'll do another podcast on that. So, um, hey, real quick, Hunt the World shout out to all our listeners. Australia. We have a great group of listeners in Melbourne. It continues to grow. If you're listening from Melbourne, we appreciate you, and I hope this message today finds you perfect as we are rolling in to the holiday season. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we're, we're into the triple digits, I mean, in, in Melbourne. It's just crazy how it's picked up. <laughs> Australia, believe it or not, of all the countries in the world after the United States, Australia is now our second highest ranked country in terms of listeners. That's really? Cool. That's Australia, amazing. all of them down under. I can't even. I can't even say it. But <laughs> Canada, Canada, and a, a special shout out to you, and uh, specifically our friends in British Columbia, Ontario, yep. Montreal. Um, for all you French listeners, mm. we appreciate it. I got a lot of friends in Montreal. If you're listening to this from uh, the Financial Services Day, some of my dearest and fondest and funnest memories were in Montreal hanging out with you. And uh, um, and I appreciate you. Yes. Yeah, Brian still speaks French, but not that kind of French. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what, wow. about, what about Calgary? Calgary. Yeah, Calgary. Gonna... Is it Calgary or Calgary? Calgary. <laughs> Um, it's like Camp Bell River or Campbell River. It's Campbell River, but it's spelled Camp Bell River. <laughs> um, it's like Bagel or Bagel. Um, and then Camp uh, <laughs> Campbell River, British Columbia. So those are our, our biggest listeners in there. And then uh, we do want to also say that we have a few in some peculiar yeah, places. Yeah. Budapest, you, Hungary. Yeah, you know, the thing about it is, Brian, is that these are like uh, consistent. Okay, it isn't just like one off or somebody just like accidentally pushing something. Um, these these are people that are consistent, so I'd like to meet them. If you're an English-speaking person in Budapest, uh, Hungary, send us an email. Let us know. Um, we'd like to hear from you, your your life situation. Send us a picture if you killed anything and, or hunting. Yeah, and we'll exactly. Put it, yeah, we would love to. Just send it to hello at rbohome.com. And then London. Oh, my gosh. That, that <laughs> makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, Lyndon, uh, just to say. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, no, not, not that London's funny. They've been, but, a, they've been very but, consistent. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah. then uh, Gurant? Gujarat. Gujarat. Gujarat, India. Gujarat, India. Gurant is No, that's, Gujarant, a, that's a large, India. large city in India. And, in fact, it's, it's a city that's known for um, uh, people that enjoy the outdoors. Really? It is. Yeah. So uh, now, how, need, do, how do you know to, that shit? We need to go on up. Well, um, I could I could tell you how I know that 
You've done um, used the Google research. machine. I've I've had firsthand experience, um, actually. So, but with that's for another podcast, so to speak. Huh. But uh, and it, as it just happens that the, there there are people that appreciate uh, outdoor activity that live in that area, big 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 city in central India. Well, there's a glue that bonds all hunters together, isn't it? And uh, it's, it's pretty cool crazy. People. It is. Yeah, that's crazy. And then Utah, Illinois, New York. Minnesota and California. Coast to coast, baby. That that makes me laugh. So anyway, um, yeah, pretty cool. So Montreal, real quick, back to Montreal. Fabian Cote is his name. And if you're okay. listening, Fabio, I'm, actually, I'm going to text you, uh, Fabian, and uh, um, because you're going to laugh when you hear this. But uh, we used to talk moose hunting, and he his first uh, language, his native tongue, is uh, uh, French. And, uh, um, and so oh, I, I forgot C O T E. Is that it? Cote? A Cote. Yep. C O T E. I forgot what that, know what that means uh, in French. Yep. C O T. Fabian Cote. Okay. So, yep. That's, uh, um, so anyway, um, a good friend of mine from Montreal. I don't even know if he listens to this, but now <laughs> I'm going to, now I'm going to call him and have him do that. Have him make sure he listens. So anyway, yeah. Hey, real quick. Also, as long as we're talking about all this stuff today, um, I got something for everybody because it is the holiday season coming up. Okay, if you go to the holiday special number two package, XKG, transi- uh, the Transition Flex Jacket, you will get a, a Carhartt hoodie, a $65 Carhartt hoodie. Uh, it's a logo branded um, for free for buying that um, jacket. Now, I will tell you this. That jacket, um, it's a lightweight, in, in my opinion, it's like a puffy. It's a thermal insulated lightweight jacket. They make it in brown. It's a super, I mean, you can wear it hunting under your clothes. But if you're looking for a good jacket for hunting, they do have it in the XK7, um, and it's good. So that's package actually number two, and I think we should do that. Now, there's another package, our most popular um, piece of logo wear is on the um, the holiday special Mountain Extreme Plus from Kenetrek. And we, we love these boots. And some mm-hmm. of you go, well, I already have yep. a pair. But do you have a 400? Do you have a 1,000? And do you have non-insulated? Because you can never, you know, how many bags does one woman need? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but how many Kenetreks does one guy yeah. need? Yeah. All more, than, more than uninsulated <laughs> if you're hunting in this weekend. Well, it, you know, we did the inter- we did the podcast, you know, with the, the founder and the owner. Jim of Yeah, Jim. Jim, yeah. yeah. So go back and listen to that story because it's an amazing story. Yeah, and they make an unbelievable boot. But anyway, that's holiday special number one for men and women. Go ahead and click on um, go to our products. And what do they get for free so, in that? So here's what they get. They buy a Mountain Extreme, and they're normally 510. They're on sale for 480 and they get our number one logo uh, shirt, which is a thermal. And it's like a fifty, forty-five, or fifty-dollar shirt. Yeah, it's an awesome um, shirt. It is really nice. It's really Brad calls it sm- smooth, soft, or whatever. <laughs> um, but but everybody loves it. It's our number one logo gear. And we, you buy the boots, we ship you the shirt with them, and uh, it'd be a great stocking stuffer, um, a great gift to yourself. Hand it to your wife, hand it to your husband. Say, wrap this up, put it under the tree, and I swear I'll act surprised. Okay. <laughs> you know what I used? <laughs> you know what I used this week that was amazing because it was sub-zero cold. What'd you use? I used that that new XKG Gator, and Ooh. it was money. That neck gator. I really like. Oh, it. the it's neck that, gator. Yeah, it's the fr- it's the, the fleece sh- line the fleece one. one. Yeah. yeah, 
It was uh, dude. That I had to hot for me. I had to. It was hot for you. Well, yeah, you were <laughs> no, but I'm yeah. a hot. I'm a hot blooded guy, and I had the heater on in my buggy. Yeah, I was. I was actually out in it. So yeah. oh, listen. So he's this. He's, he's dismissing the the uh, um, intensity of my hunt. Did you oh, just hear that? You had the you such an asshole. You, you had the honestly. You had I mean, the blower like, pointed at your uh, face the whole time. No, you couldn't wear that thing. You'd have, oh my! You'd have been God. melting. You were but pro- you, what was, he was it in about? a heated blind. Shot the deer. Got out. And oh said, yeah, of course. Could you let me put my neck gator on. Henry, could you get some dental equipment over here? It'd be a Henry. Um, yeah, Henry. A Henry. Henry. No, I wore my uninsulated Kenny Trex too this weekend, and and it, it was uh, that was as cold as you want to take those. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. well, it's been cold. It was minus. It was minus six degrees Saturday morning when we left Deer Yeah. Island. Wow. So pretty crazy. Really. Pretty crazy. So anyway, um, uh, yes. Yeah. So. Uh, I would go check out those uh, packages, and then if you do not get the broadsheet, okay, um, we send it out twice a year to everybody that's on our mailing list for nothing. Get it. Uh, go on. If you already have a dashboard, go in, hit edit, add your address. It'll show up. Bleep will get you uh, on our mailing list. We'll send it out to you. We'll get you some information. Uh, we want to be the best uh, service access value educator in the industry and save you lots. How does that sound? Sounds good. Also, our hunt expedition layaway plan. Oh, you know what else we're doing? Um, for anybody that refers us three people, we'll send you, that become members, we'll send you a bighorn um a quilted uh shirt oh those are great i, I got mine right those here those are cool wow yeah and then so. for anybody that becomes a member this month and next and it's i guess november so this month in december we're going to send you a uh what's the kind of hats are these these are lids no not lids they're uh um richardson's oh the richardson's yeah 112s fitted, yeah. yeah so we'll send one out to you um cool. we, we 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 want to uh help more people become more effective in the hunting world Yep. Well, guys, I, I think that's it. I would say, I would say, if you are looking, what'd you say before this podcast? You said for 150 bucks, you can't even get an hour. Well, massage. you know, if you look at it this way, you're you're basically hiring a hunting expert for 150 dollars a year. Is your own your own expert? I mean, you you can't even get a, a massage therapist for for two hours for that. But you're getting an expert in the hunting field. For your your own benefit, for 150 bucks a year, where, and, are, you, where are you going to get that? And access to unlimited best matches, so you don't have to go on Google. Yeah, if you yeah. look, you know Sophie's department. There's so much to know about all the states, and some you wouldn't even know what you're not doing right or you're missing out on. Yeah, without a good that, point. Without that assistance in that application. In fact, department. we need to we need to do a podcast on that. In fact, I talked to uh, in fact I talked to Sophie about that a little bit about you know doing a primer on on hunting out west because we've got a lot of yeah, people you know we'll have Sophie that. on one of the next ones and do one on applications. I do. I think so. We're yeah, because by the time she'll be, by she'll the time be, this yeah. is coming up, it's almost mm-hmm. well. We're in we're in app season. Yeah, two and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, just point of order, we're recording this toward the middle of November 2022. So all of the information and stuff, and specials, by the way, are good through the end of December 2022. So yeah, if yeah. It's a so, year from now, but they'll get this before that. Oh, absolutely, they will get it. Uh, you bet, they'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Way it's just if you then. live and listen to this in three years and go on the website and say, "Hey, package <laughs> number one there. and two is not there." Five years from now, that'd be a different we, package. Hey, listen, we appreciate your call and say, "Hey, I found the package," and 
maybe we'll give you another deal. So, we'll give you another um, one. That's right. Um, we, we're not afraid of making sure that nah. uh, we help you out. So, listen, um, again, appreciate you guys listening. Anything else, Brad, you want to add? Bleep? You got anything? No, we're deep into it now. Well, here's a quick reminder. Subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google uh, Google Podcasts, and pretty much wherever else you can get a podcast. We should be there. If not, go to our social media, um, Facebook, Rolling Bones um, Outdoors, or, or Instagram, Rolling Bones Outdoors. All you got to do is scroll up on Facebook until you see the post and um, click on it. It's a hyperlink, goes right to the podcast. We would love to have your um, advice, input, and intel on anything you want to hear from us. Hey, you know what? I'd really like to hear you guys do a podcast on this. I'd really like to have you do a podcast on that. Brad and I, right now, it's a busy, busy time of year. We're up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, in and out of camps, all over. Um, I have uh, wore a truck out in the last three years. Well, I guess I have wore it out, but I put on. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're trying to squeeze one more three-day trip into this year. Oh my and we're, God. we're trying to figure out what day is. Oh, we're trying to work. move this shuffle. One more it's like camp. Tetris right <laughs> here. Huh? Exactly. Okay. Can, if we slide this one out, push this one through, can maybe we, we get, could get three more days can in. Can we get over here? Can we get over there? And honestly, for 150 bucks a year, like you said, we sure work hard for our members to make sure we're bringing them the right intel and we're staying on top of it. So anyway... Uh, We appreciate you listening. As always, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.